Nate Marshall. How you doing, Tom? What's I'm going good. on? Good. How are you? Good, good. Talking to you on the other side of the country. This is cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> the power of the internet. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> like for decades we've used it to talk to other people, but like who would have thought we would have needed to? Yeah, yeah. I, I kinda like I like this way of, of talking to people. I I, I like it because I can have a bunch of other things around me. Like I can have my, my weed that I just like would, <laughs> I wouldn't have had or just a, I have a coffee and a water. They're all in arm's reach. My hands aren't full. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> or, or or even just like finding a place to sit. <laughs> you just sit and talk. How often do you just sit, look somebody in the face and talk? Yeah. Well, yeah. And you don't have to like pay for coffee or lunch you just you don't have to travel yeah can, uh, it's so convenient do you miss it do you miss any of it? i i don't miss it as much as i should <laughs> i miss i mean in a weird way i miss human touch and i miss uh going to the movies and korean barbecue those are the three things i miss the movies I get, Korean barbecue is a thing I've never, I was always like, I'll do it one day. And now who knows if I'll ever make it <laughs> to, to try Korean barbecue. And the movies is one I didn't think, like I thought about it on and off, but that's the one they keep making it sound like is going to be the most hurt, which is kind of what's like I, restaurants will, you know, be back eventually. But the movies right. is that thing. Who? But you know that's down. That's depressing. I feel like I brought us down. <laughs> I mean, like, did you guys, you guys miss movies? Well, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. Like, we'll see what happens with this Chris Nolan flick. Uh, uh, which one is that? I don't know if I've seen uh, the trailer. Tenant. Tenant. No, I, I can't even think um, of it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the trailer a bunch of times on like Hulu, but I don't remember much from the trailer. Uh-huh. It's uh, it's going to be in theaters. Yeah, it's like the first uh-huh. movie to be in theaters as like an experiment. Yeah, are you? Would you go? Would you be one of the first people to be part of the experiment? Well, yes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but after um, I've, I'll, I'll have to like. Uh, fuck. What's it called? I'll have to stake out the like movie theater and like sit outside of it, study how many people are going in. Yeah, and then yeah. If no one's going in because they're scared. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'll go in. Yeah, that, but what if everybody's going in? Like, well, not every theater going to be what like twenty five percent capacity or something like that. Maybe. Well, uh, I, well, see, even in the in the real world, back in the yeah. day. Yeah, I, yeah. I would go to <laughs> yeah <laughs> before hell on earth. Um, I I would just go to the movies during the day. I wouldn't want people in there anyway. Yeah, that was a sweet just thing of the by yourself movie trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just I got on that train late. One of my best friends since like a child. He used to go all the time. I'd be like, oh, now you do it, man. And then like within the last two years. I was like, I get it now. You just have a little fun. Just sit. You, you could go see two. You can see yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. You got to scare your popcorn. No. <laughs> and, and like, if no one's there, you don't have to, like, sit shoulder to shoulder with people. Yeah. You don't have to worry about, like, if you cross your legs, will you 
in like get into their space. Yeah. I I I was pretty good. I would always go towards the end of a movie cycle anyway. I was unless it was something that I knew would be spoiled that I wouldn't want to be spoiled. But I was like, I want to see that, but I'll go when it's like a week or two left in the theater. So I would end up with that space. But that's just yeah. Like I'm I'm weird about like people in 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 my space already, which is one of the reasons why I kind of like being here now. Is just like I this is where I wanted to be in the first place. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, well, now I don't know if you guys have this on the East Coast, but people can now choose their seats when they buy tickets. Yeah, yeah we have it. And like I I went to this movie where me there's maybe like four other people in the whole theater when I bought tickets. Oh, uh, and so I I bought tickets that we're not near anybody. I mm. put chose that seat and I was like, all right, this is going to be sick. I already know no one's sitting next to me. Yeah. I get in and then there's this old couple who just bought tickets directly next to me when the whole <laughs> theater was open. <laughs> That's funny because it's just been them two for so long. They were like, maybe we'll meet a friend. Because you, you you were by yourself, right? They probably were like, this time I'm going to need buddies. Let's. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was fucking livid. And then after a minute, like, we got along. They were cool. Oh, you made friends. Yeah. They got exactly what they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they saw you there by yourself and they're like, man, I know this guy needs a buddy. Let's pick next to him so he's not watching it. Good. Because people who haven't done it before, like when I used to not do it, I used to be like, damn, that feels lonely. And then you do it and it's just peaceful. And you know, like it's not something lonely about it. It's just like peaceful and you get them. You, you don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to like, like, I don't know. I actually do this. I'm I'm the guilty party. If I'm in the movie with somebody, I'll be like, yo, this thing that happened. Like I'll start, I'll like nudge you to like whisper in your ear and things. <laughs> I won't be loud, but I'll definitely, I'm definitely a good for a good ear whisper. Like, yo, this, I think that's what's going on. I'll try to call what's going to happen next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that definitely beats like, who is that? Like, <laughs> Where you lean over and you're like, wait, who's this guy? Like, oh, like trying to know yeah. what they're from. Yeah. Another movie is he in? Yeah. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and then he's like, I don't know. We're finding that out. <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yes. Well, I might be guilty. I've definitely been guilty of that a few too many times. I can't even, and I know. And I, the thing is, before I do it, I know I'm about to be that guy. And I just was like, but I need an answer. I, I won't. I can't focus on the rest of the movie if I don't get this answer. <laughs> yeah, I just introduced them. <laughs> I'm usually more guilty with that for like TV shows because mm. I feel like in TV. They just cast everyone to look the same. Yeah. So like, like, did you see Haunting of Hill House on Netflix a few years ago? That no, like I, horror series. No, I did. I'm, I'm I like horror movies. I I never really got into horror series. Like even uh, what was uh the what was that big one? The first season I really liked, but they kept changing it every season. Um, it wasn't a Netflix original though. It was on. It was like a TV show, and then it like went to American Netflix. Horror Story. Yeah, like that was the one I tried, 
and then I just <laughs> I, I love horror movies and and I've been with the same girl for um like six years now and um it like she's not in the horror movie so you know a lot of times with them shows you're trying to find uh like a thing you can both get into right so that yeah. that's that's ruined it for me. It's ruined the whole genre. My relationship has ruined the whole genre of shows for me. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can like download the movies and like pre-cut them. So like <laughs> you turn down the levels when like there's a jump scare scream or like <laughs> make the screen brighter when it's getting too dark. Like no, we can see everything. He's right there. <laughs> yeah, add like fun music. <laughs> Instead of like, it's just like la la la. <laughs> Maybe that'll make it scarier. Who knows? Yeah, la 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 wasn't in that tone. wasn't a good example. I don't think. <laughs> well, I mean, for some reason, children are fucking freaky. Yeah. Uh, kids like toy box music, where it's just like, yeah, that's scary. That's top tier, terrifying. <laughs> like you wake up to that music playing, you're like, "Fuck, this is it." <laughs> Even if you have a kid, you're yeah. like, "They're they're the devil now." I know it. Yeah, a child's toy just rolling in the night. <laughs> oh, just down the hall. Yeah, that's that's a sign something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> And even got, the people in the movie know something bad's going to happen. Yeah, they're, they're like, looking around and then they're <laughs> like, eh, well, whatever. <laughs> like no one's ever first thought is like, maybe my child fell and dropped their toy. It's like, nope, I know it. It's a demon. <laughs> Definitely a demon. It has to be. There's no yeah. other reason. <laughs> it's never been not. <laughs> <laughs> it is a perfect track record yeah. of always being a demon. That would be a great twist in the movie if, like, all the little sides you if the some movie found like a way to make the things you think would be scary never scary, and all the parts you never expect to be scary. That's where they hit you with the jump scare. Like they don't even warn you. Yeah, just no tense music, just jump scare out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, the twist uh, in the movie, like seventy five percent of the way through, is that someone. discovers that their boyfriend is the one leaving the cabinets open. <laughs> He's just not a good roommate. Yeah. <laughs> He's never like, yeah, I also didn't do dishes. The camera cuts to the sink for the first time. <laughs> just a pile of dishes. He's like, oh, I, okay, this all adds up now. Yeah, and then, well, can you explain uh, the broken plates over there? It's like, yeah, I was trying to get your attention, but you had like headphones on. I don't know. <laughs> Still didn't work. <laughs> that's why there's that's why there's pizza on the ceiling. I thought if I threw it up enough, you'd be <laughs> you'd look over. Never did. H- haven't you just noticed your door opening and slamming shut all the time? I was in there crying constantly. <laughs> oh, I thought well, that was how you I thought you were just having a bad dream. I was trying to wake you up. <laughs> Just crying all night. (laughs) (laughs) You say never wake a person with night terrors. I thought like this was a middle ground. (laughs) Sleepwalking, right? Isn't that the thing? Never wake a sleepwalker. Oh yeah. I don't. You know, I've always heard that, but I've never heard why. 
like yeah, uh, yeah you know what I've never I never got that answer either it just was like the thing you heard and you were like alright I won't something yeah. bad will happen yeah. <laughs> and it's just like well alright yeah I mean sleepwalking's fucked up to begin with so yeah, if I interfere I'm sure it would be worse have you ever met anybody who's like they they they've had that problem? I've never I, I have. I've slept walk walked once that I'm aware of. Really? And I was like a kid. And uh, so what was weird was <clears throat> as a kid, I would um in the middle of the night, if I had to go to the bathroom, climb mm. down the ladder of my bunk bed. Yeah walk over to into my parents room because they had a bathroom yeah use their bathroom because it was closer to my room than another one in the house and go to the bathroom be done come back go to sleep mm-hmm. so that's what i was dreaming yeah. i was i dreamt that and but what really happened was i stood in their bedroom doorway just pissing on the ground. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was a very alpha aggressive child move. <laughs> My doorway. Don't you dare come back out this door. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. space. Better not smell you over here later. This is a real primal dog shit going on. <laughs> You went back to your room or you woke up doing that? No, I went back to my room and fell asleep. My dad uh, came up to me. He's like, you know, Thomas, like, what are you doing? And in my dream, I remember him saying that. And I was responding, I'm going to the bathroom because like, can't you see what I'm fucking doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah, I'm, I'm going to the bathroom. Are you not the adult here? You you taught me how to do this. <laughs> you should be proud. <laughs> yeah, I got up. I didn't do it in the bed this time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, man, kids. Yeah. Damn, that's terrifying. But um, all right. So Nate. I think All it's right. time to like bring something up and this isn't really truly a controversial opinion I don't think or at least I don't think it should be okay but it's certainly interesting and different and you know I a lot of people online you know make jokes at your expense for this, and I kind of wanted to. I know where you're you, going with this. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so I, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to let us into your thinking, and maybe that'll answer some questions for them. Okay. Um, I have a support <clears throat> real quick. Yo, yeah, yeah. Please. <sighs> All right. All right. Drink some coffee too. All right. So Nate. You, you've done a lot of research on this. You spent a lot of time looking into the different aspects of the history of this subject and come to your own very special conclusions. So you, you, you've come out saying that 
dinosaurs had a good sense of humor, specifically American humor, not British. <laughs> and so I want to know how you got to that. Well, the thing I can tell, all right, the first thing is the, all right, I I know how ridiculous that sounds, especially when I get into the, you know, the whole American humor versus British humor thing. But the thing we all can like tell when we see dinosaurs is they're a very serious people. And American humor, especially lately, has been very, or not people, but creature. I'm sorry. I you can you call not, them people if you want to. They're extinct. We get they it. Play. <laughs> yeah, for real. They don't have anyone to defend them. Uh, they're very, they're very serious, and it's, they're not, they're not absurdist. You know, you get a lot of absurd comedy out of British, and they, they just, that just isn't there. It's never been their cup of tea. There's a, a couple dinosaurs that tried to venture out, and you know get into that but you know those are all the not mainstream ones that we never even like you know the little the little uh, velociraptors yeah they, they tried to get real absurd and they just disappeared into absurdity but uh the thing about the great and wonderful uh sense of humor of dinosaurs is they they know how to laugh at themselves like the t-rex the t-rex had so much confidence just as like to be the still top of the food chain, but you, he got little arms. The, the whole entire species of T Rex got little arm jokes consistently. <laughs> Just they called they called them little. Uh, what they what was it they called them? I know they there's it's in it's on the it's on the walls it's on the walls of the <laughs> the, the the museum. <laughs> it's on the walls of the museum. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm you know you know me. I'm a I'm a pothead. I'm a stoner, and I'm. I gotta right. get back to my to my uh, place, but the you know I'm not high enough to to get <laughs> to get this uh, the humor. All right, I don't want to. I don't. The thing I'm I'm trying not to do right now is misspeak, and I don't right. want people to to take my words out of context. Well, if you because, want, you can you can smoke some now and oh, then dive I back am, in. I am going to. Uh, while I do this, can you uh, can you re- rephrase the question just one more time for me? Just so oh, yeah, I yeah, 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 totally. <clears throat> totally. So Nate uh, has really had a passion for dinosaurs ever since he was a little boy. He had to have dinosaur books and just wouldn't shut up about dinosaurs his entire childhood and young adulthood. And start party. Right. And so while, you know, he looked into pictures of fossils and read stories and folklore about dinosaurs in those times, he's developed this idea or come to this conclusion that dinosaurs themselves had a great sense of humor, specifically American humor and not British humor. Oh, oh, all right. All right. So I get the... The when I said that, I know a lot of people. What they came out and said is they were like, "Nate, how could you possibly know that dinosaurs didn't speak any English?" And I I get where they're coming from, but it's it's easy to just generalize. Like comedy, as we both know, is more than just. It's all about tone and pitch. And the thing we are we're pretty sure of the scientists are dinosaurs had very varied tone and pitch. 
which is so but it was never it was never they didn't have it they didn't have the accent (laughs) that was the one thing you never (laughs) i've I've watched every single land before time in my youth and i never once heard like a like i can't i can't do or what would a roar with a british accent be like a (laughs) <laughs> it's definitely not threatening though it's just like when you see british gangsters and you hear them they're like I, I, i'll pop you one good mic and you're like i'm not terrified at all until you like you'll have to kill me for me to be scared of this that's um one thing i know but yeah back to the t-rex they had so many just so many bits for the t-rex and he just would take it on the chin like the him the there's a whole there's a whole species of dinosaur that is identified as its neck, the long neck. Again, I've got right. most of my dinosaur knowledge from the land before time. So okay. they might not be called long necks actually, but right. I read the books, I read the the you know, the land before time books, the movies, all of those things. They're wonderful. They're a good they're a good uh to all the um I know you have like Millions and millions of followers and listeners. I do. Thank you for recognizing them. Yeah, I, I did. I did want to bring that up. I just want to talk to. I know, and I know a lot of them are mothers. So I want that to recommend the. I couldn't more highly recommend the Lambert Sport Time series <laughs> to a good portion of your listeners, even the adults. If you haven't seen it, dip your toes in. Yeah, and there's re- probably more of them now than there were when you were a kid. Don't tell me that because now I gotta. I gotta <laughs> dive back in. <laughs> We gotta dive back in. I hope I don't. I hope they don't have any British accents. That'll really throw me off. That'll throw off my whole. <laughs> but uh, they, they dinosaurs get it. I've never once heard a, a dinosaur mention the British office. They don't even give a fuck about Ricky Gervais in prehistoric times. There's not even a a, a way to to say Ricky Gervais and dinosaur. But Michael Scott, uh, David Brent. David Brent, uh, not a good name. Dino, uh, what would Michael Scott sound like in dinosaur speak? It would be it would it would sound very like questiony, like, but it would have confidence and like ability. It would have confidence <laughs> and like ability. Like, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to nail that's what she said in dinosaur. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. There it is. That's what she said in Dinosaur. I think wow. that was perfect. I, don't, I think that might have been actual dinosaur. I've, I spoke there. Um, I mean, I wouldn't know. I believe I, you. I, I uh, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I am scholarly and authority on dinosaurs. So it's they. They come to me when they want to know things like that a lot. The like top, uh, you know, um, what is the what are they? Uh, the Men- Mensa, Mensa actually come the the organization of Mensa for all of their theories on dinosaur. They actually they won't let me in because my IQ wasn't high enough. But okay. do respect my dinosaur theories. They're like if, if there's anybody, um, but who else? Who else? Like they they. They have died in in a hilariously bad way. Like they went extinct, and <laughs> in in, you know just, they just minding their own business, and then wham, done. And you know if you can't have it, they you gotta have a sense of humor about that. They saw it coming, just like we did. 
that's the thing a lot of people don't know about dinosaurs too, besides them having great senses of humor and not liking British humor, uh, <laughs> is like that's one thing that I've tried to get out there. It's really hard to convince people if you haven't lived my life. But uh, the other thing about them is they are very, very, very off track and high. They are very off track and high. Um, They often, no. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared to defend this. I, uh, I knew this was coming. I knew you were going to ask me about it because it's the it's the thing everybody asks me about. But after so long, I just all right. All right. He's di- he's well, dinosaur. then um, we could uh, uh, deviate from the path a little. Um, you mentioned Mensa not letting you in. Have yes. you maybe proposed to them having a for there to be? Uh, different versions or flavors or editions of Mensa, like one specifically for dinosaur knowledge? I I did and it was uh I I I introduced it, I brought it to the table and they were like, Nate, you're an idiot. Don't sit at our table. So then I sat at the smaller <laughs> child's table and played with my dinosaurs. And then I forgot about it. <laughs> they were great. They had the best diner. The thing about Mensa is they they know they know you better than you know yourself. So I went there. I tried to propose it to them. I had an idea. And they sat me down. They were like, all right, Nate, we'll listen. And then they put a uh, T-Rex, a Velociraptor, and a Triceratops in an action pose. And then just asked me, all right, they were like, Nate, what would you want to, like, tell me what would happen in this exact scenario. And I started off trying to explain to them that, all right, the Velociraptor would engage the Triceratops from the rear and as I was trying to show them, I realized I was just playing with toys. It was just they were just watching me play with toys and taking notes. Um, I'll be honest. I, as much as Mensa does respect my theory on dinosaurs, I think outside of that, they don't respect me mm. at all. I'm but, sorry. No, it's okay. It's not a lot of people Mensa respect. Have you have you ever met anybody from Mensa? Huge douchebags, like the lot of them. But uh. I would love it if you just happened to be in Mensa and I just didn't know that about you. <laughs> you yeah. were like, actually, actually, Nate, I uh, am a card-carrying member. I, w- I would love to apply for it and just see what happens. But also, I feel too... Like, I feel like you have to take, like, a standardized test. And, like, I'm a high school and college dropout. I don't yeah. feel like doing more of those. So I'm not going to find out. <laughs> I can be in men's. <laughs> they, they don't, you don't think. I think they give you a. I think they give you a solid shot. Like they, I don't think they. Did, I don't think they write you off just because you didn't graduate high school. No, no, no. My thing is, I don't feel like taking more tests. Oh, I have to fill in circles and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm. I know you. Look, I got off track. I know I. You asked me a very specific specific question, and I don't. I don't want to ignore it because um, I, I do want to get my message out to the people about uh, dinosaurs and their senses of humor. There's um, so there's a story. There's a story along. It's a uh, some would say it's a uh, ancient um, Egyptian like legend 
or not legend, folktale, whatever. I'm not good at that that kind of. That's not my expertise. My expertise is dinosaurs. Right. But the uh, and the name came back to me. Not the the long neck's real name is the Bronchiosaurus, and there is a story of a great Bronchiosaurus that towered above all. And he, he, you know, he, all he ever wanted to do in his life was find love. He just wanted to find love. But, but he, when I say he towered, like he was probably about four or five times the size of even the other Bronchiosauruses, which are the biggest dinosaurs. So he never, he would always walk around and try to meet, it was like Andre the Giant trying to talk to a bunch of like tiny five foot, tall like people just like hey you hey i just want to love you and they're like you're terrifying and your voice is too deep <laughs> and never once never once did he complain about it he just was like oh you're right i i'm sorry ladies i um <laughs> <laughs> I, but he you, but he ended up so he he went about his whole life like that just trying to be like a little casual and low key about it but he realized that he got his best interactions from other dinosaurs when he was lighthearted and jovial about it. So what he started doing is doing, he was, he became a, uh, like a physical, like he, he got in a physical comedy, basically. He realized he was big, lanky and ridiculous looking. So he would intentionally like, oh, I'm going to walk under this long, long underpass. I hope my long neck can go under. Oh, and he hit his head, fall down. <laughs> Everybody had a good laugh. And, you know, I, I think his name was Brano the Bronco, the big Broncosaurus. And, uh, wait, what was that again? Brano, mm-hmm. the big Brontosaurus. That was his, that became his nickname. The, and then I think after he like adopted the goofy fumbling persona, it was Brano the Bumbling Brontosaurus. Oh, okay. And just the fact that like a legend like that is, now that I say that out loud, though, that does sound very British, like some British comedy, just some slapstick falling all over the place. Oh, no. I know what definitely uh, made me think they don't have like the British at all is we always find their teeth in pristine condition. I know that's a hack mm. thing to say, but the facts are the facts. Yeah. I mean, they, I they think, survive generations. Yeah. There's not one fossil of a British tooth in the world. It, they just don't, they don't last long enough. So that alone says a lot about how the dinosaurs feel about the British. I think more than anything, the British, the dinosaurs were just prejudiced, which is, I hate to put that on them, but they really, really just didn't like the Brits. They had all types of like slurs for them. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say them. One, it's very hard to speak dinosaur. I nailed it a little earlier, but I can't, it takes a lot out of you. It takes a lot from your, your chest. And like in these times, I don't want to overexert my, my lugs trying to bring that out of me. Um, maybe at the end, I'll try to, I'll try to whip it out, but uh, I can't, I can't promise anything. No, that's okay. That's okay. But it, it's not, it's not going to be easy. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, also the journey of the dinosaur they've gone through so many cycles of types of funny they went from you know lizards to birds to uh fish i feel, i feel like fish yeah fish were around when dinosaurs they they're they're like still kind of dinosaurs so they're hard to yeah I can't, can't dismiss them but uh 
I don't know. Would you consider? Would you consider a shark? These sharks. No one knows how long sharks have been here. That's all right. I'm or I'm whales or wh- whales are definitely whales are dinosaurs and they are hilarious. Yeah, there's not a funnier sound that comes out of the ocean except dolphins. That little that that chippy thing they do. Yeah, it sounds like they're sucking their teeth really fast, like they're super mad at you. But that's that's it. Yeah, I'm convinced most sea creatures are like alien experiments where like they combine like alien DNA with dinosaur DNA. So like some of them like light up. It's fucking weird. You, you subscribe to my theory also. So you think aliens came through and tamper with our DNA like all over this planet and that's how we got to what we are. Sure. Well, and I, I maybe, (laughs) maybe underwater creatures are actually aliens and they just like kind of, Keep a log of everything we do and submit it back. To they the said, oh, they're faxing. They're still, they're faxing it to the mothership. Yeah. What if the like fish are like Earth satellites, like monitors for uh, Earth? I like that. I, I, I got to dig, dig deeper into that. That uh, angler fish, it, that is uh, definitely an antenna on his head. Or at least mm-hmm. it gives me that. It, it, I feel that about it when I see it. And then they threw an extra fish just to distract us. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, I, uh, I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm having a hard time remembering these the the because there's a there's a few key dinosaurs that led me to this theory, and I should have prepared. I should have brought my notes. There, um, the T Rex. I know. Like he he was supposed to be my coup de, de gras on this uh, interview. I wanted to finish on him, but the little arms, you can't go through life. He, they're like Mike Tyson. You've seen Mike Tyson. He's hilarious. He's a he's intimidating be, because he looks non threat. He sounds non threatening. He has a one non threatening feature about him, and through that he became a tough, hilarious creature. Same thing for T Rex. They live their whole life. Great voices. They don't have the Mike Tyson voice problem. Tiny arms, they were the butt of the jokes. So they had to get bigger, stronger than everybody else. But once they were getting ready to retire, they started making cartoons and uh, <laughs> and uh, did a one man show called "You'll Miss Me When I'm Gone," and <laughs> and they were right. They nailed it. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, that's really fascinating stuff. Um, honestly, I'm honored to be on like the direct receiving end from you talking about this, not quite in person, but you know, honored to hear it straight from you. This is very humble. And I thank you. And I (laughs) thank you for bringing me on to to try to plead my case to, to the opinionites. I think they're called, are they the opinionites? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Every uh, podcast has a nickname for their fans, and I don't know what my millions and millions of fans would like to be called. Um, maybe that's. I, I I definitely like the sound of opinionites. It just it has a nice ring to it, but it's also, you know, it's not what you brought me here to talk. And about. well, and it sounds almost like religious. But don't that, don't you want your followers to follow you religiously? Yeah, don't, I do. Like killing your name, yeah, and and say and say hurtful things to people with different beliefs 
Don't you want that from your followers? Totally. I want <laughs> I want Bernie Sanders fans. Uh, <laughs> and I like I want to be burdened with the task of telling them to chill out. like i want that to be my burden i wake up every day figuring out new ways to tell my fans to chill out like guys we get it we are the best but you gotta (laughs) let people find out on their own yeah use the power of persuasion not bullying i need i need i might need to bring that in to my own life the power of persuasion not bullying I think that's been, was my problem was trying to convince people about dinosaurs and their sense of humor was I was just trying to tell it at them instead of kind of lead right. them down on the same path, right. which is I, I'll definitely I've learned I've learned that for next time. I can't you can't beat information down people. You got to almost trickle it in like a like a like a leaky faucet. Yeah. Just turn on a little bit and just slowly start to fill up the empty glass in their mind. Wow. Well, I'm I'm super excited that I even gave you a little nugget to think about. Um, and then on that note, would you be willing to give some advice um, potentially Absolutely. to one of my listeners going through this or someone who discovers this in the future? Yeah, for sure. Um, what would be your advice to people who get sad every year that TVs don't come with smell-o-vision? First off, I want to say I do understand where, you've, where you're, they're coming from because I myself have gone through that same roller coaster like of emotions, especially once 3D TVs came out. It was like, all right, we know what's next smell of vision and then they did away with 3D TVs so then it was like all right two steps forward you know one step forward two steps back the uh thing i will say to people is it gets better TVs don't have smell and i i know i know i know it is hard to live this way like it's very hard to live in a world where you can see you know you you're watching top chef somebody puts out great risotto over a great scallop, scallop risotto. And then you just can't, you just can't get, you just want to go closer to the TV and waft, just bring it in and you can't. (laughs) But the thing that I will say is just appreciate, appreciate what we have now. Like when you're watching, I know when you're watching TV and you see something that you want to smell, find the closest thing in your house. It works better than you think it does. Find the closest thing in your house that resembles it and give it a whiff. So like mm-hmm. if, say, for example, you are watching the like Animal Planet and you see a wolf on TV and you're like, I wonder what that smells like. I need to know what a wolf's face smells like. Call your dog over. Hold it. Cuddle it. He won't know what you're up to, but bring him in. Take a good whiff of his face. And, you know, it, it's... It's the closest thing to actually doing it. I know, I know it doesn't feel the same, but uh, one thing I will say is try writing your local Mensa chapter and uh, trying to maybe light the fire under one of those geniuses to get on smell-o-vision. Um, yeah. 
That's a great idea. Like, just start writing. Just the thing we've learned lately is, you know, within the last few years is if the people demand it in unison, things get done sometimes. Not all the time. There's a lot of things people (laughs) demand. And and for some reason, they just let it go and they just let things and chaos happen. But other things, they let people people go. They let it, they follow through. So maybe if we get, if we tell, all right, this is, I think I have a plan. We write Samsung. We have to commit as a people, as a group, as one. Um, I think a million. I think a million people. If a million people get on this at once, oh, we, yeah. we tell Sony, we tell Samsung, we tell LG, we tell all the major TV manufacturers, Panasonic. We will not buy another one of your piece of shit, no smell devices. <laughs> Until you at least give us solid proof that you're working on smell vision And like when we just, I, like I need to see it. We need to see a prototype. We need to see a non-biased uh, test subject in the room with, uh, with just something like, like maybe flowers. Just, a, just like, a, you know, a garden on the TV and see what they, and like blindfold them and see if they can identify what they're in front of. And until we get that much, at least, we will not buy another goddamn TV. We'll do all our viewing on phones. I love it. This is fantastic. And, you know, I'm all for building coalitions. And, I mean, you saw the internet got mad at the Sonic movie for how they made the character look. And they redid the whole movie. Better Sonic. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, maybe maybe this could work out for uh, everyone who, you know, needs that smell, especially now that we're all locked in our homes. Um, it, I, I, and I know it gets, it gets tough, especially everybody's leaving like L.A. and New York. And it would be nice to just watch one of your favorite, you know, old shows, like go back to an old Seinfeld episode and just take a whiff. Right. But, and just remember that feeling of home because everybody's leaving now. But you know, you just can't let it. You can't let it keep you down. Life is short, and you gotta you gotta take the bad with the good. And until we get smell o vision, the TV watching experience isn't going to be as good as it can be. But you can't let it ruin your day. You gotta find the silver lining. There's no smell of vision, but you can at least still see your your TV shows. It's not as engaging as it can be. Maybe get surround sound and get get your ears all the way into it. Just find ways. Maybe they have these chairs. They've never really perfected it, but have you seen the chairs that move with the movie? Like this was yeah. a shake and rattle. Maybe you know get all the other senses going. Okay. Maybe get a little a uh, little, uh, little foot like the Manny Petty. Uh, Soak your feet thing that vibrates. <laughs> get the whole experience going. Get out all your senses. Love it. Love it. Well, I mean, thank you, Nate. Uh, you're super thoughtful, funny, <laughs> caring. Um, you know, you, you are able to relate to many people, uh, whether or not they have the same ideas as you or emotional connections to things like smell-o-vision. Thank you, um, and you know, you're, you're good looking, you oh. wear glasses, like well, it's, you're like, 
it, 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 it it's like God, you know, it's just, <laughs> you, you put them on and everyone else who wears them is like, damn, maybe I can't do this. Um, and so I really appreciate that you were able to use that experience and knowledge and heart to help give advice to those who really need it. That I could help some, even if I helped one of the millions, I feel like I did, I did enough. I did my job. And I, I truly feel that you did. Uh, I know. So I'm, I'm very grateful for you coming on and I'm, opening I'm up. Yeah. And getting a chance to at least try to, to plead my case, to explain myself. It was, it's a, it's a difficult thing to get across to, to, uh, not, uh, we call them in the dinosaur community, community stories. It's, it's, it's hard to not, to talk to non stories about dinosaurs. <laughs> so I just appreciate getting the shot, man. Thank you for letting me have this shot to, you know, just talk to the people. Of course. Yeah. Well, thanks again. <laughs> no problem. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. In the episode description, you can find links to follow me, today's guest, and force opinions on social. For updates, clips, and graphics based on the episodes, follow Forced Opinions Podcast on Instagram. And while you're there, please feel free to DM ideas for me to use in future episodes. I'm excited to see what you all submit.